Hello, sweet sisters, and welcome to Cosmic Conceptions, a place where we acknowledge that women are of nature and the stars. My name is Athena, and I'll be your guide as we explore esoteric transmissions on fertility astrology, conscious conceptions, women's health, and more. Here we will not shy away from the radical, the controversial, or the spiritual. So grab your tea, and let's get cosmic. ladies happy moon day how are you this episode is a little bit funny because um the audio came from a pre-recording of an instagram live that i did last week in which i hopped on and just sort of visually walked everybody through how to calculate your fertile moon phase um and so of course you know you get to experience what a big dork I actually am when I am not (laughs) perfectly editing out and re-recording my podcast audio. Um, The other note that I just want to let you know about, well, first of all, the video itself is going to be in the Substack show notes. So if you do want to experience it as more of a visual guide and less of an audio guide, just jump into the the show notes or you know access your um the Substack newsletter and the video will be embedded there. I was also able to mirror the video so all of the um, numbers and uh, my calculations will actually be facing the right direction. It won't be uh, backwards the way that it appeared on Instagram. Um, so the uh, couple notes My first example that I took us through, um, my brain added an extra house in between the sun and the moon. And so the the correct fertile arc is actually 93 degrees. Um, I promise I use calculators when I do your charts um, because clearly I am not a mathematician. Uh, And then I think at some point, you know, just little things like I I meant to say waxing um, and I sent said waning at halfway through the video, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about, especially if you, again, watch the visual, um, video, it'll just help make things make more sense. But otherwise this is a fun, uh, this was a fun recording to make and a fun recording. It'll be a fun recording to listen to. Uh, I didn't get too many questions other than women wanting for me to reaffirm their calculations, but I did get one question that I think was really important because, um, you know, this woman asked, can't I just Google, you know, what my moon phase is on the day of my birth? Like you can pretty much just go onto the internet and say, what was the phase of the moon on, you know, August 10th, 19th? 82. And the internet will just tell you what it is. And so why are we, you know, going through all of this hullabaloo with making our own calculations? So you can totally do that. You can totally Google whatever your fertile moon phase was. Um, You can use an app or whatever, however you want to do it. The reason why I make the calculations myself as an astrologer is because in my experience, when I was first getting into 
this information, I started realizing that different um, astrology sites and even my moon apps, I have several moon apps that I use on my phone, um, were all telling me that I was born under different moons. And so that's not very helpful, um, obviously. <laughs> the, the other thing is that you know, the moon actually remains within each phase for about 45 degrees of travel time around the wheel. So if you're familiar with astrology at all, you know that, you know, each astrologer kind of has their own technique in terms of how close the orb is, meaning like, how close of a con- how close of an alignment they consider a conjunction so especially for the closer planets um like the moon you know you can get away with using a larger conjunction so maybe like a 10 degree and for fertile moons perhaps even up to a 20 degree orb but if you consider the fact that the moon is spending 45 degrees on average in each phase at some point during your fertile moon phase she will depart from a close conjunction with that specific fertile arc degree so If you're trying to use this information to call in a child, if maybe you're not as sensitive to your fertile moon window as other women are, maybe you don't have a lot of like super juicy, you know, fertile alignments in your chart, or you just struggle more uh, with this area of your life, you're going to want to really know more detailed information on that conjunction. You don't want to miss your window. Okay, so it's up to every woman to decide for your purposes, for the results you want, for how you're using this information, um, you know, how accurate do you need this information to be? So that is what and of course, I, I, I believe in, you know, you know, self-sovereignty and, and not needing in a ways I, this is bad for business, but it's true. Like that you don't, that you shouldn't need a practitioner. Um, so that's why I'm teaching you how to do the calculations. Okay. So I'm, this is, this is not like a, I'm not going to gate keep anything here. Like if, if you can handle the math and you want to just get your feet dirty and, um, be your own astrologer, then you absolutely should go ahead, go forth and do that. So that's why I'm teaching you how to do these calculations. And of course there are going to be some women who want nothing to do with that. And they just want someone else to look at everything for them. And for those women, that's why I'm here. Um, so that is why I'm teaching you all of the minutia of how to understand the calculating of the fertile arc and how that translates into the fertile moon phase. Uh, so what else do I want to say about that? I think that's pretty much it. Next week, we're going to discuss how to use the fertile moon phase. Okay, so once you have this information, how do you then work it into your preconception planning, how do you work it into conscious contraception practices. We're going to go through all of that in next week's episode. Uh, And there's going to be some bonus content accompanying that episode that I'm pretty excited to share with you and so excited to hear if you find the tool to be helpful or not. Uh, There are about two, almost two weeks left 
no, a little bit over a week left to take $75 off Infertile Moon, which is where I work with women one-on-one providing fertility astrology counseling and, of course, education in earth-based medicine to accompany that. So if all of this is very fun to listen to and very interesting, but you are one of those women who doesn't want to do all these calculations on your own, you want me to take a look at all of your other fertility transits, you want to get to the root cause of your personal healing experiences in terms of your cosmobiology, your physiology, your psychology, and all those stories and programs that you're running in the background while you go through your journey, Infertile Moon is going to be for you, and you can take $75 off of that offering until August 1st with the code PODCAST. So that's August 1st, 2023, if you're listening to this in the future. And let's get on with the episode. Hi, everyone. We are live. This is so exciting. So the cool thing about doing things live is that I can't edit out all of my blunders and stutters. (laughs) They're starting already. Hi. Can you hear me? Can we get a sound check before I start going into everything? Oh, wow. Hi, everyone. Can you guys hear me? Can someone give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the sound? Hi. Can everyone hear me? Okay, you can hear me. Okay, great. Okay, so let's just get right into it. This live is going to be put on the feed later, and it's also going to be uploaded as an audio um, for the podcast on Monday. So if you need to dip out, you know, and Instagram does that weird thing where you can't like pause videos and stuff like that. So if you want to listen to it later offline, it'll all be there. Um, And of course, this whole um, live video is based on all of the notes that I have already prepared for you in the how to calculate your fertile moon phase PDF. So if you, you know, you don't have to take notes, don't worry about that. You can just head on over to my site and download it. I don't know if you can see this, it's just going to give you a reflection. So all of this is based off of what is in how to calculate your fertile moon phase. And we're going to go a little bit deeper into some of like the other details and some questions that I've been getting from you guys. So let's get started. Now, if you download your natal chart from astro.com, you can use any site you want. But of course, um, I always recommend Astro just because it's what I use and I'm familiar with and I find to be reliable. If you don't know how to do that, there's a video in the Substack um, show notes of the previous podcast episode from last week. So when you download the natal chart, again, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this. Kind of. I'm holding up um, a picture of the natal chart as it appears when you download it from astro.com. So there's going to be a lot going on. Um, there's all kinds of planets and the, the aspects and everything's drawn in and it's a little bit distracting. So today we're just going to focus in on where your moon is and where your sun is. And I'm going to illustrate this whole process. I'm very excited about this with my new... <laughs> teaching easel um, chalkboard that I painted myself so obviously well maybe not obviously let's start with the symbols right so when you're looking at your chart (laughs) this is great Um, this is going to be the symbol that represents your sun 
and this is going to be the symbol that represents your moon. So you're going to be looking for these two symbols on your chart. Again, if you're very new to astrology, the natal chart is going to be very overwhelming and you're going to be so intrigued about what everything means. But for today's purpose, we're just going to start with that. So let me set up our, our chart here. I'm going to draw a really lopsided circle. That looks great. Now the natal chart is really just a picture of the sky at the moment of your birth, right? And the charts that we use are geocentric, meaning the dot in the center of your natal chart represents the earth. That's cute. Okay. And then all of these lines creating pie slices in your chart. Y'all, I should have done this ahead of time because this is gonna look special. Okay, here we go. All the pie slices, <laughs> that should be even. If you're using the whole sign house system, which is what I recommend um, for our purposes, represent the houses. The 12 houses ruled by 12 signs, depending on where your ascendant was, really, at the moment of your birth. So the ascendant's always going to be found here in the first house. Now, again, we're getting into other stuff, but for today, we're looking at your sun and your moon. So we already reviewed what those symbols look like. I want to show you, what, let's start with a new moon. Okay, so I want to show you what it's going to look like to kind of figure out whether or not you're in a waxing arc or a waning arc, right? So let's say your sun is here. Can you see that? And your new moon is also here right next to it. Well, I guess in a natal chart, it'll technically be, you know, somewhere around it like that. When the moon and the sun are perfectly conjunct, that means you have zero degree difference between the sun and the moon. So that's what's gonna make up your new moon placement. Now it's really important to understand that your fertile moon phase is technically dependent on your fertile arc. So that arc is the degrees in difference between the moon and the sun in your natal chart. So at a perfect new moon, they're gonna be right on top of each other, perfectly conjunct, so there's zero degree, it's a zero degree arc. But when the moon, there we go. <laughs> I'm having fun, is over here, directly opposite the sun, on the other side of the circle, there's gonna be a 180 degree, you see that? It's probably gonna be backwards for you. Um, there's going to be a 180 degree distance between the sun and the moon. So this is basic geography, no, geometry, <laughs> right guys? So the circle, the complete circle is 360 degrees. Half circle, the arc of the half circle is 180 degrees. And the moon spends about 45 degrees in each um, phase of the moon. There's about eight major phases of the moon and this, the moon is traveling. It spends about 
for 45 degrees it's considered still considered a new moon and then it moves on to the other moon phases so if you're just if you're really looking for note that we're watching this I know <laughs> so if you're um, if you're just basing your preconception planning on your moon phase it can be accurate but you also have to know that the moon will spend like I said up to 45 degrees traveling through that phase so if you have a full if you were born under a full moon it might not necessarily be like a perfect 180 degrees opposite from from the Sun does that make sense so anyway, this is kind of, we're covering the basics here. So let's review a little bit, because maybe I got ahead of myself. The full circle makes up 360 degrees. As the moon travels away from the sun, so if you're looking at this backwards because you're on Instagram, let's do this. When the moon is moving counterclockwise around the circle, right, it's moving into its opposite position over here, full moon, and then it continues going and starts to wane counterclockwise around the circle until it conjoins with the moon again, new moon. This is zero degree difference, zero degree fertile arc. This is 180 degree fertile arc. And so then you're going to have, you know, all of those details in between. Each house, now each house is 30 degrees worth of time and space. So let's talk about how you calculate the specifics if you don't have a perfect new moon or a perfect full moon. Okay. Let's say that your sun is here. Let's say your sun is here at two degrees in the second house. And then the moon is one, two, three houses away. I'll draw it here five degrees. Now notice we're not talking about signs because the, the zodiac sign that the moon and sun is in for this purpose, this calculation, doesn't matter. We're just looking about those degrees in difference of space between the sun and the moon regardless of where, what signs they're in. So now remember each one of these pie slices is comprised of 30 degrees. So the moon has already traveled two degrees into this pie slice. So that means there's 28 degrees left to this pie slice. And then you have these two complete pie slices afterwards. That's 30 degrees in this one, 30 degrees in this one. And then the moon is five degrees into this final slice. So then you add the five degrees there. So that's 28 degrees plus 30 plus 30 plus five. Does that make sense? Let's see if I can do the math. <laughs> um, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. 
123. Is that correct? I think that's correct. Okay. And now remember, they're traveling counterclockwise around the circle. So that's how you want to count the degrees and follow along. I'm realizing that this might be difficult to understand on the podcast, but maybe there's a way I can preamble it. So let's do another calculation. Let's do your sun is over here. And she's 10 degrees into that house. That's a 10. 10. And let's say your moon is over here. I'll make the numbers easier on myself. And she's 5 degrees into that house. So again, we're counting in a counterclockwise direction. And there's 30 degrees in each house. So if the sun is 10 degrees into this house, that means there's 20 degrees left here. So that's 20. This is 30, 30, 30, 30. And then the moon here is five degrees into that house. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, plus 20 is 140 plus five, It's just counting. It's just counting around the wheel in a counterclockwise direction. And then in terms of, so here's the funny thing about the moon phases is that every natal chart that I download and every app that I use tells me their own opinion of what phase the moon is in. So this is something to be aware of because there seems to be some confusion around at which point the moon officially enters into her next phase. So like I said, if you have a new moon and the fertile arc is, you know, a two degree distance, your app or your, you know, sky reader or whatever is might tell you that the new moon, that the moon is in a new phase for the next almost three days. So at some point, the moon is going to leave a close conjunction with her true fertile arc, which is two degrees waning, right? New moon is perfectly conjunct at zero degrees. And then she begins waning towards the full moon. So that's why I think it's really important to be able to understand your degrees, especially if you're trying to conceive. Because like I said, if the moon is new for almost three days, you know, at some point she's actually going to leave a close conjunction with your true fertile moon phase, which is identified by the fertile arc, which is identified by making these calculations. Okay, so let's do one more. So I'm trying to think of how I can summarize this for the podcast, but hopefully 
you guys listening there will be able to go into the show notes and watch the video so you can kind of see what I'm doing. It probably is even easier to understand just by downloading the PDF, to be honest with you, because it's so clearly illustrated. And you can tell I suck at explaining math. Like, I just can't. (laughs) So let's try another one. (laughs) Right? We have our natal chart. Here's the earth. Here is the picture of the sky around us. It's split up into 12 houses. We're using whole sign house system, which means each house is a perfect 30 degrees. All the houses together make up a 360 degree circle. The moon and the sun are traveling around the chart in a counterclockwise direction. So that's the direction in which you want to be counting your degrees. When the moon is next to your sun in your chart, really close like that, it's a new moon. When she waxes and travels around the chart counterclockwise and ends up exactly opposite her, opposite the sun in the chart over there, it's a full moon. Then she continues to travel counterclockwise around the chart. And she's waning right, until she arrives back in the new moon position. So let's calculate another fertile arc. Let's do a hard one. Let's say, let's say your moon is right here. So in this instance, I've drawn the sun in the second house and I've drawn the moon in the 11th house. So now don't get confused, right? We don't want to calculate the distance in the wrong direction. So if I have my finger on the sun in the second house, I don't want to count upwards, count or clockwise towards the moon in the 11th house. I want to go all the way around. Is there a question? Hypothetically, say someone has the sun in Capricorn 24 degrees, moon in Cancer 7 degrees. Would it be 163 degrees? That is very hard for me to do from my brain. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's try it. You want to do that one? So, in Ca- what houses are we talking about? Well, let's say this. Ca- let's say this is Capricorn. Let's say this is Cap. Capricorn, and then Aquarius, and then Pisces the Pisces symbol, and then Aries, and then Taurus, and then Gemini, and then, oh my goodness, yeah, this is really far away, and then Cancer, and then Leo, where are we going to? Sun in Capricorn, moon in cancer oh yeah there we go we made it and you're saying their sun is in capricorn at 24 degrees and the moon is in cancer at 70 degrees seven seventy seven degrees now remember the signs don't really matter right in terms of oh no it's okay (laughs) no it's okay Yeah, but remember the signs don't, I mean, I can still calculate how many houses apart they are, 
right, based on the signs, but um, it doesn't impact your fertile moon phase, okay? So, like, if you have, a, if you do have a 163 degree fertile arc, it doesn't, it's not activated only when the moon is at 163 degrees distance from the sun and also in, in cancer, right? Like, it, the, the, the sign doesn't matter, it's just the phase, so let's see, where are we? So 24 degrees in Capricorn. So we're counting in the counterclockwise direction. So that means that there's going to be six degrees left in this house. And then 30 here. 30 here. 30 here. 30 here. 30 here. And then the moon is seven degrees into Cancer. So usually what I do is I count up all the whole slices first to make it easy. So 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, plus 6, 156, plus 7, um, yeah, you're correct, right? 163. So you got it right. If I did my math right, and so did you. <laughs> so I usually use calculators and stuff, you guys, to double check. It's so bad. Um, so yes, that is exactly. So that's going to be. So 163 degrees is going to be your fertile arc, and it's going to be um, a full, a perfect full moon is 180 degrees, right? So your fertile arc is waxing. Oh man, all these numbers are backwards, you guys. Um, 163 degree waxing arc, right? So anytime the moon is in that position, regardless of the sign that it's in, that is your fertile moon window. Sometimes I call it the lunar fertile window. However, it makes sense in your brain. These are a lot of words. <laughs> a lot of words flying around. So however you can make sense of it in your brain. Um, okay. Are there any other questions? Who else is here? Who's left? Does this make sense to everyone? What else do I need to talk about? So I showed you what a new moon looks like. I showed you what a full moon looks like. We understand waxing and waning, right? So as the, as the moon moves away from the sun, counterclockwise around the wheel, it's waxing, then it reaches that 180 degree point in the circle, and then it starts waning back towards the moon again. Okay, so especially if you're conceiving, the most important thing that you want to know is those ex that exact degree that's making up the fertile arc. The arc is the, that distance between the sun and the moon, wherever she may be. You want to know the, what those degrees are so you can plan your conceptions. Because like I said, the moon phases is a little, it's a little bit wishy-washy. And each phase lasts about three days. So for some women, it's not a problem. It depends on how affected you are by your fertile moon window. It's impacted by karmically how many children are like orbiting you, trying to come through you into this life. Um, there's a lot of other information in the chart that can affect 
your fertile windows too. Like this is the basic stuff, like understanding your fertile moon phase um, doesn't even touch on what's going on in your fifth house, uh, what other fertile transits are occurring for you during these windows of opportunity. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Um, and of course, you know, like you're also a human being in a human body on the earth. So you can play with this, the magic of this science all you want, but if there's something else going on with you physiologically that's present, per, preventing a conception from coming through, then we also need to pay attention to that, okay? You're not gonna be able to bypass that with this information. So that's also something to keep in mind. Um, what else can we talk about? I guess I'll also just review. I know I said that the moon phases last, you know, several days. Um, and so you really do want to know what your fertile arc uh, number is. But let's just review what the, the moon phases are. So at a perfect zero degree conjunction, you're entering into new moon territory. And then at 45 degrees away from the sun, waxing, right? Now you're at a waxing crescent. At 90 degrees, you hit that first quarter moon. At 135 degrees, you arrive at waxing gibbous. And then of course, perfectly directly across from that, that circle, 180 degrees is your full moon. Then the moon starts waning, tra continues to travel around that wheel. Now the numbers start going down again. The arc at 135 degrees is your waning gibbous. 90 degrees is your third quarter moon and 45 degrees is your waning crescent until we arrive back at the zero degree conjunction, which makes up your new moon. So I know all the numbers <laughs> and all my drawings on the wheel were backwards, but I hope that it was helpful to just kind of discuss this in a visual way. Um, all of everything that I talked about is in the how to calculate your fertile moon phase PDF uh, and this video will be published in the show notes on my Substack for the podcast this Monday maybe there's a way I can like reverse the video so everything will be facing the right the right direction um, for that and if you guys have any more questions let me know and maybe I can answer them in the intro on the podcast recording on Monday I'm also going to be making some more Instagram content um, about the fertile moon phase next week so you can check that out there and I think that pretty much wraps it up does anyone else have any lingering questions okay Right. I'll see you guys 